Hello and welcome to episode 50 of Finding My Voice. And do I have something special planned for the 50th episode? No, no, I don't. <laughs> this is a very spontaneous one. I was going to talk to Dallas um, and we're going to make her first D&D character. Uh, but we realized like since she's LARPing with, uh, with, with me now, with us <laughs> in the Vampire LARP, she's going to show up in a few weeks and we can record an episode then. Uh, granted, it's probably going to be a big risk that we're talking LARP for most of that, but, you know, it can be a long episode. So today I am going to talk about something else that's come up when I've spoken to people about role-playing and acting and even writing, and that is crying in character. And I know I talk about that a lot, but I've thought about it a bit and I've realized that it actually does more than just make me feel immersed when I cry as a character. I'm just going to make sure that my computer is not going to make a lot of noise. No, it's not. Okay, cool. <laughs> I'm a little more professional every time. Great. Anyway, uh, some trans-related news first before I go into the crying stuff. Uh, I went to a... Oh my gosh, I should look this up. I don't know the English word for this, but the mouth and throat doctor uh, about voice work. And um, uh, because, yes, now I am diagnosed, which means I will be getting help. Now, I had my first meeting with them, and they were kind of like, so what exactly do you want us to help you with? Because they basically mean that I, I'm i quite a lot further along than most people when they start there. And I am probably around about where a lot of people feel like they're happy. I'm not quite happy, though. I got more ways to go. So we discussed it, and I told them what I like and what, what I like to develop further, and... Um, yeah, I'm going to get a personal coaching thingy, what's he? And uh, might even uh, might even be like like surgery uh, on the table in a few, couple of years. We'll see about that. I'll talk more about what that surgery would mean later on when I've looked it up more. And also, uh, in a couple of days, I will have waited in the queue for the endocrinologist in this region, which means I will officially be um, able to invoke the... Care guarantee, well, that's in quotation marks, uh, which is a thing in Sweden that no, um, no, um, wait, no queue in medical, uh, no medical queue is allowed to be longer than three months, which is which is a complete farce because the 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 queue to get you know a dysphoria investigation going is like between two to four years, so that's all horse manure. <laughs> but now that actually I'm diagnosed, I can actually use it, and I had to stay in the in the medical queue. Uh, in this region, even though we know that they're never going to make three months, there's going to be a couple of years at least. But uh, in a couple of days, I will have been in the queue for three months officially, which means I can demand to be placed into a shorter queue. It means that I will have to go to Stockholm, which is a bit of a journey. Um, but I should, shouldn't have to go there very often, just for the first meeting. And then after that, it's blood tests mostly. And uh, once that is all said and done... I will be getting my medications from Sweden with the Swedish system and I will not have to pay an arm and two legs to get my meds, which is amazing. It should be faster. It's not, but here we go. <laughs> All right, so crying. Um, you've heard, If you listen to this podcast a lot, you've heard me cry a lot because I do cry and um, I love it. Like, I, you know that I am highly sensitive. Uh, I also put a lot of effort into immersing myself and boosting that sensitivity and I play with a lot of other sensitive people when we tend to boost each other. Um, but I think 
I, I, I'm not sure, not everyone likes to play it emotionally like I do, uh, but I really recommend it. It's really cool. And you don't have to be highly sensitive or focus on it 110% in order to enjoy a good cry in game. But I have noticed, I've been thinking about it more lately, and I've noticed that when I start crying, people who are in the game, as long as they have been prepared for that is something that I might be doing, uh, they tend to perk up and and just become engaged because emotions you know makes things feel real and it's just really cool it's not just it's just not real for, more real for me but everyone else who might not have been able or willing to make the plunge into immersion into the game until that point they are encouraged one step closer to immersion not everyone has to ball their eyes out at the table but if some people are extra emotional, then that just brings an air of authenticity to the game. And I don't mind being that person. <laughs> I love being that person, you know? Maybe that's, that's how it should work. We should all find the role in the party that we like to do. And the party can be varied and we can complement each other. It's amazing. Um, but so how do I cry? It's hard to explain. But for me, it's about feeling like the character. I don't say my character rolls for stealth. I I always say I do this and I, I do this. And I don't say I, I convince this person of this and that. I try to say what the character would say. And I don't lead with strategy. I don't analyze my character as I'm playing it. I don't think about, hmm, what would my character like to do in this situation? I just become the character and spontaneously react. Because that's what the character does. You know, they li the character should just live. That's how it feels authentic. And in order to do this, uh, I, I do use some acting techniques apart from just being highly sensitive. I think a lot about the character's memories and the thoughts characters have about other characters and keep that in my head. And between sessions, I will sometimes take time out of my day to just just pretend, just just live a scene from my character's memory or from a game or uh, from between sessions, you know, stuff that, that you fast forward through in the game and just have that moment in my memory and load that moment with emotions like I'm sitting on a rock, the, the party is over there, I'm gathering my thoughts, I think about them, what they said to me, what just happened in that fight, who could have died, what would have you done if, if people have been hurt, how would I feel, what would I risk to save them? And I think about my family, because some of the some of my party reminds me of people from my family, and I remember them when they were hurt. What did I do? How do they remind me? And I just play this up, and I think about the events. And sometimes, um, after I've cried about a scene in a game, I'll cry about that scene again afterwards, like and again the next day. It's, it's called, for an actor, that's called rehearsing. <laughs> the more you immerse yourself to character, the more often you can do it. And if, you, if you're not into this, then yeah, this is going to sound like homework <laughs> and stuff you, that you feel like they should be paid for. Uh, but I love it. I love doing it. So if you feel like this would be a chore that you don't want to do, then uh, yeah, this is not what you should be doing. But if you're curious, if you never, if you never had the experience of just losing yourself in the character's emotion while playing role-playing games, and you're curious, well, I got, I got a few pointers that I can help you do that. Because it really is 
truly amazing to to cry in character and from what i hear it is truly amazing to play with a character who cries in character a play with a player who plays in cries in character um if as long as that's the kind of game you want of course this is why session zero is so important like if you want to play a strategy game and just skip the emotions then that is fine uh i hope you have fun in a game that i'm not participating in because that's not how i want to play so yeah that's that's it like this was a quickie um and i just reiterated stuff i've already talked about crying is awesome and i do it a lot i'm not gonna do it now because i am going to watch a show with a friend um I should invite that friend to this podcast at some point. I will. I will at some point. We're probably going to do some actual play in the not-too-distant future. And you will be able to hear her voice as she role-plays with me. That's going to be fun. All right. Thank you for listening to my 50th super special episode with nothing special planned. Um, But I love you. Anyway, for listening. And uh, have a great day. Bye-bye.